Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the LaMarcus Aldridge of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Christian Brito. Joining me as always, switching it up this time, is Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? What's up, Brito? Who's LaMarcus Aldridge? Also joining us is Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? We are the Marcus Aldridge of Fantasy Football Podcast because uh, we, um, we're we usually last pick, but we are among the all-stars, so it's okay to be last pick among the big boys. That is the last fucking time I throw it to Armando first. <laughs> <laughs> What's the saying? Um, if you aim for the moon, at least you land among the stars. Oh, my God. That has absolutely nothing to do with our podcast. <laughs> nothing at all. Kind of fits. All right. Well, there's been a a lot of news, a lot of rumors in fantasy football over the last few days, and uh, you know what we got to talk about them. What your mom? No, Brito. Um, so I have a bone spur in my foot. I was and just going to ask you. It still hurts. Not this again. Are you still on this? You were yeah, on this on, when we were He's in on a boot. Yeah, he has a boot right now. Yeah, yeah. he went to the doctor on. and they gave him a boot. Yeah. Can you periscope the boot? Sure. Can you live periscope it right now? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm actually, I took off the boot for bed. It's okay. late. But, um, but anyways, you're not in bed. You're so I have this bone spur, and my wife says it's because I eat unhealthy and I need to lose oh weight and all that God. stuff. But I looked up, and the bone spurs are pretty common among athletes, believe it or not. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, But then it also says... It's it's pretty crazy. It's either athletes or if you're obese. Or obese. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the other option. <laughs> so I'm one or the other. Um, you know, it's hard to tell. I, I saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think WebMD is that's exactly uh, exactly what it says. You can either be. It's either for athletic like uh, athletic training and sports, or if you're obese. Now, if our audience wanted to guess like which one you are what do you what do you think that would come back as i think they're like thinking they, you, by the way i'm kind of getting on a smoothie kick um so uh and i do plan on working out as soon as my foot gets better <laughs> so there yeah, you I have had that. to pick one of these to describe i'm making this a poll you guys can continue the show okay. um well, anyway so i'm if you asked dale when he was 15 they would they would say he would say he was an athlete uh, I look once an athlete, always an athlete. Just because I grew up in, um, 
and I'm a little overweight because I have a kid. I mean, you, you have to expect that. You right. Can't, you right. can't stay. I mean, look at Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant can't really even play basketball anymore. And yeah. I, am I older than Kobe? Uh, no, I'm not older than Kobe. I'm close, though. Me and Kobe Bryant are like pretty much the same. You're like, you're like Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like I'm the Dwayne Wade of this podcast on the heat. Like, everybody else sucks, and I suck, but I'm better. I'm still better than everybody. Wait, the heat don't suck, Dale. The heat suck. Okay, so let's keep the podcast moving. I put up the poll. If you had to pick one of these to describe at Dale underscore fantasy, which would you say? Obese or athlete are your two options. So if you want to go ahead and vote on that. And by the way. Up on our Twitter at EatSleepFF. I am making that a drop when you just said, let's keep the podcast moving, because I feel like we need that drop a lot. <clears throat> All the time. For those of you that are new to our podcast, Dale, describe exactly what our podcast is and what we do. Yeah, uh, so we are a predominantly fantasy football podcast. We love to talk fantasy football. We love to talk. We get into stats. We get into news. We get into some speculation. And in the se- you know, in season, we talk about waivers and all that good kind of good stuff. Um, but then probably the other 60% is a little bit of bullshit, uh, just talking amongst friends, uh, Christian, myself and Armando, uh, bring you live reactions to fantasy football and, uh, real life five days a week in season. So be prepared for that. Yep. All right. The poll is actually after one minute in, but surprisingly 50, 50. Nice. Thank you to everybody. His wife, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I am shocked right now. People are just <laughs> trying to piss me off. Dale even said, I'm a little overweight in his description of himself. <laughs> oh, well, so, the crazy thing is now everybody's looking at my, um, everybody's looking at my profile picture. I have me and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and it's kind of like a skinnier picture of me. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is pregnant, so I look a little smaller too, so. One of the replies so far from Nick is, I voted for athlete because elite slice of man wasn't an option. Mm, thanks. Wow. That's nice wow. of him. Yeah. Nick right. always it's already guy. starting to shift towards obese. Let's move on. <laughs> 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 All right. What are we talking today? We're, we're going to go through some news. Uh, of course, um, between you and Armando, I'm sure we're going to get into a ton of hypothetical situations that don't really matter. Uh, let's get right into it. The... Most recent piece of news, and I think where we're probably going to spend a good chunk of our show, is Jarvis Landry talk. Um, We saw it it came out on Twitter. Um, Joe Shad first reported this, that the Miami Dolphins are expected to use their franchise tag on Jarvis Landry. I did expect them to use a tag. I didn't expect it to be the franchise tag, which would probably end up being in the neighborhood of $16 million on Jarvis Landry. Armando, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's exactly what the Dolphins need to do to keep him around. The Dolphins love re-signing their players. Um, I do expect him to get re-signed to a longer contract. He won't get the $16 million, you know, this year, but he will get – they'll rework his contract throughout the season. So I hope they're able to figure all this out because he is a franchise player. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think as Dolphins homers here on this podcast, we all love Jarvis Landry. I think he's probably the most talented person on that team. Uh, offense or defense he did lead the league last year in catches um so he he has value and i think with Tannehill, he even has more value than with jay cutler that we saw this season yeah uh franchise tag 
is the way the Dolphins needed to go. They're they're going to end up paying him, but like Armando said, they're not going to they're not going to pay him what any, what he can get in the free market. Any chance they use this tag just to be able to trade him? I doubt it. I highly doubt they're going to do that. If they were going to do that, they would have done the the, the tag, the um, transition tag. All right. I mean, I agree. I, he he. I mean, he's led the league. In terms of receivers in his first four years with catches, 112 catches last year, career high, nine touchdowns. He showed that he could be on the verge of a wide receiver one. Whether he's worth $16 million, I don't agree. I'm a Miami fan. I think he is an above average talent. I don't think he's an elite talent. He's an elite in the slot. I don't think he, as a slot receiver, I don't think he deserves to be paid in that sixty well, million range. Hold on. I think for what the Dolphins can get, th- this is the best the Dolphins can get. Let's face it. Right now, it's the best the Dolphins can get at wide receiver. Okay. This is why I said last po- podcast I was on. I don't think they utilize Landry or they utilize him as well as other offenses could. Um, if they move more on the outside, I think Lark Jarvis mm-hmm. could be a lot better. I remember, um, I remember somebody I don't think saying that about – Somebody was saying that about J.J. too, and look what happened. What happened? He still sucked. Yeah. Was that somebody yeah. me? Uh, I don't know. Somebody. I'm not calling. Right. I'm not. I'm not naming names. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. Jeff. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yeah. It, it seems like for the past ten years, we watch the Dolphins and be like, you know, he's good, but you know, if he gets on another team, he'd be awesome. And they, the Dolphins, just don't stack talent very well. And it's Jarvis Land. Uh, Jarvis Landry is the best receiver the Dolphins can have on their roster next season. Unless they make a big move. Okay. In more tagging news, Le'Veon Bell is very likely right now to receive the franchise tag before the March 6th deadline, according to Jeremy Fowler. Uh, I mean, this is kind of as expected. He's probably going to get a franchise tag. They're going to have to work out some sort of long-term deal, just like they did with Antonio Brown last year. Le'Veon Bell, only 26 years old. What do you think is going to happen with him, Dale? Yeah, I, I would be very wary and, and hope that he doesn't hold out. He can hold out, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he does if he doesn't get paid. So definitely keep an eye on him. They're going to resign him. Uh, this is just so he doesn't end up in the open market. Yeah, they're very, very possible, and if Steelers are smart, they would. Um, and, and Steelers will pay for their players. Look at what they paid for Antonio Brown last year. So, Right. But yeah, if if they don't, Le'Veon Bell will hold out. I have no doubt about it. Oh yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. He, and that's going to affect that will affect his draft value as well because players that hold out, running backs in particular, usually start off super slow when they do hold out into the I preseason mean, games. We saw that happen with Le'Veon Bell this past year. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He, he held out a little bit, came back, didn't seem exactly like himself for the first couple games of the year, and then started to get the ball rolling later in the season. Um. I th- I actually think he'll be signed with a long term deal by time by the time training camp rolls around and mm-hmm. this won't be a worry but we'll see what happens. Um, surprisingly enough, Case Keenum might see the franchise tag. The Vikings liked what they saw in Keenum, and they might let other quarterbacks go and walk in free agency. Case Keenum might be their guy via the franchise tag. What do you guys think? I, I think, think it's a smart move. Sorry, uh, go ahead, Dale. The one time I don't throw it to someone specific. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Dale. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, Case Keenum could be tagged. I still don't think – I'm going to go on record 
every probably every podcast in this offseason and say that Sam Bradford, if and when he gets healthy, he's going to be the starter in, in Minnesota. I had no case Keenum kind of deserved the start all year. Um, I, my feeling is that they may keep a hold of Case Keenum, but Brad uh, Sam Bradford is going to be the guy, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to end up playing somewhere else. You're out of your goddamn mind, Dale. Really, Sam Bradford? Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I don't think I don't think he's going to start in the NFL ever again. Um, if I think up, he might get signed. I think he might get signed somewhere with the hope that he might be a starter. Think? But I think his days are gone, man. He can't stay healthy. But when he is healthy. And why would they move forward with Sam Bradford when Case Keenum led him to the playoffs and Sam Bradford could not? Uh, Sam Bradford it, it, would have last year, without a doubt. Okay. He did not, and he got injured. The, the, so, the chances are they're going to resign, they're going to Keenum, and then they're going to get Bridgewater as, you know, back I got, to him. I got a scenario for you guys here, okay? Okay. Case Keenum becomes the guy for the Vikings. I think that's... The the writing on the walls is that's gonna what that's what's gonna happen with this franchise tag and probably a long term deal to come. That's one. Two, Teddy Bridgewater leaves in free agency, becomes a backup for a team, let's say like the Miami Dolphins. Sure. Who I've already actually heard rumblings that they're interested in a guy like him to be a backup, that they're gonna let Matt Moore go and walk and they don't want anything to do with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And Sam Bradford becomes a starting quarterback for a team that loses out everywhere else, a team that doesn't get Kirk Cousins, a team that doesn't find their option in the draft. Sam Bradford then goes, you know, during the time of OTAs to a team that needs that. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I I think all those are unlikely. I think my scenario is most likely. Oh, fuck you, Dale. Well, that's <laughs> twice now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I will reel that back in because that's twice. I have a three. I have a three time dropping that limit in the podcast. So, Thanks. gotta reserve so, that for later. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll use mine. Okay. <laughs> All right, I thought it was gonna happen. Yeah, I did too. No, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> He's holding on to I'm it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> what a little what a little tease there, man. I'm like, okay, where's it? Is it gonna happen? Man. All right. Another franchise tag. That's potentially going to be used. Allen Robinson. I think this is another very interesting skill position player who I thought might be leaving. Now, Mike DeRico believes that the team is going to use their tag on Allen Robinson this offseason. Last year, tore his ACL in the first game of the season. This year, still high hopes for him. What do you guys see happening with Allen Robinson? He's He's staying with the Jags. That's it. Uh, he's going to stay with the Jags this season, and he might sign a one-year contract if he doesn't with another team on a prove-it deal because um, he did have a pretty shitty two-year-ago season. So, uh, yeah, I think he's going to get a one-year deal or get a franchise tagged. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I, I, I think it's somewhere along those lines. I agree. All right. Uh, 11 minutes into our poll, the voting has shifted tremendously. So far, two to two to one. Obese is winning out 67% to 33%. Man, our listeners are mean. They are mean. I wouldn't even want to put that poll for me because (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure it's going to come back 100%. Well, you're not claiming you're an athlete, so there's no reason. Right. Uh, Your wife just tweeted and said, this is mean. Aw, take it down. Poor guy. (laughs) 
Uh, Do I need for, to take it down? No, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. Are um, you going to tell me after the podcast when we're no longer live to take it down? You just don't want to sound like that? Well, I did, I did take down your last poll uh, when you tried to start a race war. So, Oh, when I asked our audience if they're white? Yeah. Because out of context, I just wanted to know. People were getting upset. Holy crap, our audience is really white. Yeah. I have should no have, idea. We should have, you should have put a, a poll asking what people's um, opinions are on gun. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be... That would be um, no, it would not. Poll. No, whatever you're going to say, it would not be anything. It would be an interesting poll because we have a very white audience, so that can be very evenly split, one of two ways. Okay, let's move on. Uh, for anybody that we're talking about franchise tag a lot, uh, do either one of you want to explain, or do you want me to explain what a franchise tag is in the NFL? You seem very go for intent it, on doing it, so go ahead. Well, and we've been talking about it a lot, and I've I, maybe some people don't know the difference between a franchise tag or a trenches and chag. And I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dale. <laughs> hey, so, I mean, since our audience is very white, I'll buy you some time here. Um, Starbucks. What's oh, your opinion yeah. on Starbucks, audience? <laughs> Stop that. Um, okay, so the franchise tag is... Pumpkin spice. Oh, all white people like pumpkin spice. Anyways. Uh, in the NFL, the franchise tag is... Being spiritual. To what? What? Film festivals. Think? Yeah. I like film I'm just, festivals. I, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just on a website that says stuff white people like. <laughs> Frisbee. You, are that that is, <laughs> you know what else is on this list? Mad Men. <laughs> Mad this Men entire is list is stuff that Dale likes. <laughs> That's actually my side hustle, my website. <laughs> Catch me on uh, what what do white people like podcast uh, every Tuesday. <laughs> Rainbow stuff that I like. All right. Anyways, a franchise tag for people that don't know is used to basically tie a player to a franchise if they can't work out a deal. Obviously, there's other things that need to be in the workings to be have a successful franchise tag, but. Um, if deal cannot be met immediately in the off season, they'll usually franchise a player just so they're stuck to that team and don't don't hit open market. And I believe that they get paid somewhere in the range of like the top five players of that position. Correct. Correct. So, for instance, uh, where we're talking about a quarterback, if a quarterback is franchised, the average salary for a quarterback is twenty one million. For a running back, it's around twelve million. Uh, wide receiver, it's around fifteen sixteen million. So, there you go. And what's a transition tag, Dale? Transition tag is very similar. You can only use a transition tag if you do not use your franchise tag. And that is... uh, And you only get one transition tag. Right, exactly. And that's only... Not not like ever. And the the, the thing with the transition tag is um, someone else can give a player a contract and the team has the option to match the contract. Yeah, the right to first, first refusal. Right of first refusal. Yeah. So if I franchise, if the Dolphins were to franchise tag Jarvis Landry, another team comes out with a uh, a contract that says four years for sixty million, then the Dolphins can match that and keep Jarvis Landry if they want. Isn't that what happened with C.J. Anderson last year? With the um, Broncos and Dolphins, a couple years ago. Mm, yeah. It is what happened uh, with Charles Clave. Exactly, happened Charles Clave. The yeah. Bills offered him a crazy contract. There was no reason they should match. And then yeah, the Broncos did franchise tag. No, uh, transition tag, uh, 
CJ Anderson, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think, think so. you're right. So, uh, Doug Martin, other big piece of news was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today. And um, that's about it. What else <laughs> you got to say? He's that's it. He's. He's, he's <laughs> not find a team. He's, I mean, he's going to be on the couch for a while, in my opinion. Somebody's going to call him up, but it's not going to be immediately. Um, there, I don't think anybody's going to jump to him. I mean, he was cut from the Bucks, and that says enough. But uh, he's he's going to have a job next year, and I think he can. He's going to be an RB two on a team somewhere. You know, a nice backup role to somebody. I just don't see it, him signing anywhere at all. Personally, he's not, maybe he. He's not I, very old. He'll, he's still. He's still. I mean, he. He basically took yeah. off a year, so he doesn't have all that. But he's not good in the locker room. Like yeah. he's not good to have around. Like he's been suspended for multiple reasons. Well, he's, he's he knows how to good. He knows how to have a good time. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I don't see him like for those reasons alone. I mean, I don't think he has a talent anymore, and he's not good in the locker room. I don't think. I think I'm sure he'll get some calls to go try out, but I don't think he has it in him anymore. All right. Question for each of you. Doug Martin will be on an NFL team by training camp. Yes or no, Armando? Yes. No. I say yes. Oh, by training camp? Yes. Right around Injuries. that time. So 100%. I'll go with yes. I'm going to say yes. Um, Who is he going to sign with? Question two. Okay, fine. Who is he going to sign with? If he signs with anyone, he's going to be a backup and maybe with like the 49ers. They're going to draft a rookie and get, you know him as a backup all right question three doug martin will start at least two games this year start at the running back position dale yes or no uh i'll take i'll take the over on a half a game and armando i'll take the over on a half a game okay all right i do i will as well i just think he's going to be waiting around for a while he will not be a guy that gets signed immediately, but somebody will bring him in and they'll need him. And, uh, I mean, he's 29. He just turned 29. He's still got a little bit of juice left in him. Look, I, I don't know how the finances work, but what happens if he gets, if, if the Raiders sign him and he's playing behind Lynch? They would have to work out the finances to be appealing for both of them. We would, I mean, he's a free agent. It's, I'm saying, not, what does that even just mean, Dale? Because the, the Bucks wanted to, they weren't going to pay him six, Listen, I know, six and a half million dollars. I'm just saying, I think it would be a good fit for Martin to kind of take over a late season role. Cause I don't think Lynch is going to last a whole nother season. And I think okay. the Raiders is a good enough offense where he can be productive. So don't sleep on and Doug Martin is what I'm saying. Don't sleep okay. on the muscle hamster is mm-hmm. what Dale is saying. But you got to work out the finances. But you got to work out the finances. <laughs> He's going to sign a minimum contract, if anything, with anyone. Uh, I don't know about a minimum contract, but somebody will sign him on a one-year deal. Eric Ebron will be back for the 2018 season for the Detroit Lions. The fact that this is even a piece of news tells me two things. One, it is February and we're talking football. And two... The Lions do not have a lot of confidence in Eric Ebron that they needed to put this out there. Like, yeah, he's going to come back. What do you guys think about Ebron? 53, I mean, 574, and 4 last year. They were they were thinking about trading me during the trade deadline last year. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing. They've lost faith in him. He hasn't produced as a round one talent whatsoever. So, yeah. I mean, I, there's there's rumors that he might even not have the starting job locked up. The Lions are not in love with him. They will retain him 
for his eight and a quarter million dollar option. But he's got one year left to prove it. 53 catches, 574 yards. That's not doing much. And when you've got Tate and Jones as your receivers, I don't know if Eric Ebron's really a luxury that the Detroit Lions need. Mm-mm. I think they're going to retain him for now, and he's not going to make it on the roster start week one, in my opinion. Hmm. Interesting. Dale? Um, can you give me a second? I am just checking out my sources really quick here. You are looking at wow, organic you, foods, no, no. farmer's <laughs> markets. He does love farmer's markets. Well, uh, to be I, honest with I, you, I, feel- I don't pay a lot of attention to the Detroit Lions uh, running and run blocking schemes. So I was trying to see actually how good Eric Ebron was last year in in run blocking. I know he's not a fantasy juggernaut uh, when it comes to catching the ball, but the Lions, I I just wanted to check and see how good he was actually running blocking for the run game, which obviously needs help, and how much who's, that decision plays. Who's David Sedaris, and why is he on this list? He is a gay white man. That's a comedian and writes books yes. about yeah. being gay. No, it's, he doesn't write books about being gay. Don't say that. He writes a lot about that. Like, but he doesn't write books like, about being gay. You're taking that way out of context. Okay, to explain to me what his books are about, Dale. He talks about like the Southern culture and stuff. And yes, he is gay, but that's not like the basic. But that's main. Basis. That's a lot of it's a main focal point. I mean, I've read two of his books. They're pretty like it really wraps around that and how it affected his life. I don't believe that you read two of his books. Okay, I, one was an audio book on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of him, so I mean, he's pre- it's pretty funny. It's good stuff. Like yeah. it's it's worth listening to if you have nothing else to do and are really, really, really fucking bored. Yeah. He's All right. Last last question about white culture. How do you feel about micro breweries? Breweries. Wow, that's a hard word for me. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, yeah, Dale doesn't drink. Armando. I, I go to breweries. Yeah, it's a good uh, hangout spot to bring the. Dog. But you have to make sure you bring your knit hoodie. All yes. right, because everybody right. in microbreweries has a knit hoodie, knitted hoodie. Next time we'll bring up yoga, nonprofit organizations, tea, <laughs> and hating your parents. Let's move on. Wow, that, that deal <laughs> is white. Do white people notoriously hate their parents? I yes. don't know. This is just on the list of this website, and I <laughs> feel like go. it's really accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry to our very white audience. I just um, I, I find this humorous, and I apologize if this is racist, but uh, let's move on. What are we going to move on to? Um, that is fair. That's a fair point, since I am supposed to be directing our di- <laughs> our. Uh, content here i think we need Uh, to spend a little more time on kirk cousins and we're probably already exhausted about that to this point but just like dale mentioned in our group chat way before ian rapaport reported it the jets are willing to pay a lot of money to get washington redskins quarterback kirk cousins are they going to get him is cousins going to chase the money yeah 100 percent. he's going to end up being a jet when we hear stuff like this, like nine times out of ten, he ends up going to that team. When a team is coming this far in advance, talking about money and they're gonna, you know, really go after him, they have a they have time to make the deal work. And uh, Kirk Cousins is gonna end up okay. Playing for the Armando, uh, yeah, I, I 
most likely scenario, if he's chasing the money, he's going to go with the Jets. If he's looking for talent, I think he's probably better off finding someone like the Cardinals or the Broncos or even the Jags. I'm hearing rumbles that the Jags might actually chase him and get rid of Bortles afterwards because um, Bortles is on injury. He's injured right now, has wrist surgery going on. So there is that chance. Um, so they got to make some moves as far as cutting players to make cap space for him. But I think that's a possibility, and that's what I hope happens as he right. goes to the Jags. All right. The realistic carousel of what I'm hearing are the following teams. The Jets, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Vikings, if they do not re-sign Case Keenum, which is becoming the more likely scenario for the Vikings, and the Browns. I feel like the Jags are starting to fade out of that conversation a little bit, and the real front runners are becoming the New York Jets and the Denver Broncos on the Kirk Cousins pay him an absurd amount of money sweepstakes. Yeah. It just so happens that Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback available and it the market the market's going to determine uh how much he's worth and he's going to be worth a lot of money this this offseason. I just don't get it. Like the Jets are so far from being competitive. Like even if they get him, they still don't have a defense and they still don't have wide receivers. But what? Yeah, so I they do? Do they not? Or start, running back? They not build anything because they're not going to win this year. No, I mean, I think that you do something like what the Jags did, where you build like a good defense, a good offense, and then you bring in the quarterback. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. The Jags hard. It takes time. It's patience. It just takes a lot of patience, man. You don't have patience in the NFL. The I, average, I mean, the average be, player plays two years, three years. It seems like there's two schools of thought in terms of building an NFL team. You've got what Seattle did when Russell Wilson was young what the Eagles did this past year with a young Carson Wentz that they're not paying a lot of money. You build around other positions. You draft a quarterback, a young guy that you don't have to pay a lot of money but can still be a franchise guy, and we've seen is a proven strategy. And then you have the other strategy. You pay a quarterback, and he's the leader of your team, and he changes your franchise. But if you're going that route, you need to have Aaron Rodgers. You need to have Tom Brady. You need to have Drew Brees. And I don't think he's that. Exactly. So... if you don't have the surrounding pieces for Kirk Cousins, you're just going to end up being the Washington Redskins. And they, the Jets rather be the Washington Redskins than the Jets. All right. They had the same record last year. All right. So moving on to the Jets, the report is, and this is a very interesting report that we, we were talking about and debating a little bit before we even came on air. New York Jets beat writer Rich Samini says – that the team doesn't really view Bilal Powell as an RB1, and they're probably going to have him split work again and be a backup guy to whoever comes in or whoever's going to be taking the lead role. They're not going to bring back Matt Forte. So you've got a team with Bilal Powell and Elijah McGuire. What do you think, Dale? Because you seem very ready to give an opinion. Dude, on it's, it doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, have you ever heard of a team saying, look, I don't know who we're going to get, but whoever we're going to get is going to be better than Bilal Powell. So Bilal Powell is going to stay at number two. Like, That's like what Trump says. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, why, why, would, why would that conversation even happen? I'm calling bullshit. I don't think that's the way the story should have been written or what was said, or maybe it was just some janitor talking out of his ass and not knowing what he was talking about because – and they don't know who they're going to get. They don't know who's going to be available. And a lot of things can move around, you know, depending on free agency and draft and all that stuff. You can't just say, hey, Blah Powell's going to be our number two guy. Whoever we get is going to be better than him. 
I so disagree with you. Behind closed doors, people will say a lot of things about players. And on top of that, we're talking about the Jets, who do things not even behind closed doors. Right. So they they probably just do view... They're not saying Bilal Powell's not a valuable commodity. They're just saying they only see him as a complimentary back. And I mean, when you've had... You have other teams that will actively you know, pursue players, even though they've got other players on their roster, because, hey, that other player that we're pursuing is better. Bilal Powell is probably not their long-term solution at the running back position, and they're going to pursue something better. So look, I, I don't agree with you here. Look, I, I, no, I understand. Hey, yeah, you know, we want to upgrade our, our running backs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But saying we're going to look for somebody that's better than Bilal Powell, or we're going to get somebody that's better than Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell is our RB2, essentially, like... I don't know. That's pretty stupid. Okay. I hear what you're saying, Dale. Thanks. What do you think? I think the chances are that he gets cut. Uh, I don't think he gets cut. He's going to be their RB2. Uh, they'll bring in another Please guy. Stop it. Quit calling He's an unrestricted free agent next year. He's their RB1 know. right now until otherwise, until other, until uh, something else happens. He's due $4 million. And That's chump change. If he's, if, he, if, he's cut, if he's cut, they're going to save $3 million of that. If they're going to waste that much money on Kirk Cousins, I mean, why not get Bill Powell and take a good running back early in the draft? Because there's not – there's not – yeah, never mind. Hey. I'm not going to keep arguing. I think it's stupid. I mean, Bill Powell is very serviceable, especially if they get a competent quarterback like Kirk Cousins. I think Bill Powell could be much better. I agree. I like Powell. I, I don't think – I think that what they're saying is bullshit. But I think that if this is true, I don't think Powell's going to be a starter or playing for the Jets next year. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Hey, okay, before we get going, I do want to say just a couple of things really quick. We are working on our draft kit. It is uh I don't know. Are we ready to announce the name of it yet and all that stuff, or you want to wait? I'm good with it. Okay. Uh we are releasing our draft kit called uh Eat Sleep Fantasy University or ESFU. Um it will have tons and tons of content. Uh every, anything from uh player videos to up to date, like daily updated rankings to auction values, dynasty values, all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, I can go on and on, uh, you know, fantasy 101 type stuff, or if you're just now starting a auction dynasty league or dynasty league, whatever, it's going to have everything, hundreds and hundreds of pages, um, hundreds of videos. amount of information. Yeah, it's going to, it will probably be the biggest draft kit, I think, online. I don't know. It's going to be up there. I can't say it's going to be the biggest because I really don't know what the biggest one is, but it's going to be up there, and we are going to just push as much value in this as possible. Uh, we are charging it for it last year. Last year, or this year, last year it's, we did it for free. It's going to be year, huge. Yeah, this year we're going to charge a little bit for it, but we're going to throw in a ton of other shit for you guys. Um, so I just want to say I'm excited. We're excited about it. It's going. We're going to give you more updates as we go, um, but we're working on it now to get all the stuff all together. So... Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Also, if you guys want to be a part of Eat Nation, don't forget you can go to our website and just uh, you know you could join our Eat Sleep Fantasy Eat Nation private group on Facebook. It's a really cool community that we've uh, started building. A lot of cool people in there just to talk fantasy football. So that's a lot of fun. If you want to go to eatsleepfantasy.com and just click join now, yeah, it's some cool stuff. And our website's gonna be fucking awesome in about two weeks. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Also, Eddie Lacy's not coming back to Seattle. You didn't let me say that one. Oh. That was the last piece of news. So who's the starter over there? Chris Carson? For now. Let's say so. 
They actually like Chris Carson a lot, but I don't. Mm. Okay. Goodbye. Mm. Okay, Chris Carson killed our podcast. Mm. For Christian Brito and Armando Crespo, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow, maybe. See ya. Goodbye. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.